bucks, right? Only a hundred dollars. I well, I mean, I'm sure most of it was gone. Yeah, probably. I like how th that can be very cryptic at yeah. the beginning of this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Hi, everybody. What's up, everybody? Tommy's back. I'm gonna turn a little bit towards the uh, the leg here. Alex and I are doing an episode outdoors in the rain with Hurricane Michael on the way. Once again, um, I don't. I'm going to say it again. Uh, everybody, be safe. This is hitting where a lot of my family lives. So everyone in Tampa, friends in Tampa, watch out. Be careful. And uh, anybody that's in the path of a hurricane, get the hell out of the way because this thing looks pretty nasty. And Alex, Alex's birthday was uh, last Monday, right? Mm -hmm. Friends, slice bros. John and James bought him a bottle of scotch. Alex, would you like to say what, what it is? It's the finest scotch I've ever been the recipient of. This is Talisker. It is from the, let's see here, from the Isle of Skye, S-K-Y-E. And obviously in Scotland, because all scotch is from Scotland. But this is a an age, it's a 10-year malt, so... It's really, really good stuff. All scotch is from Scotland? Or was it just yes. originated in Scotland? No, that's just, you know, like the whole bourbon whiskey uh -huh. distinction. Scotch is whiskey that's made in Scotland. Am there's, I blowing your mind? Yeah, but I thought that there is, like, also some kind of... There's, like, component differences to it. Like, actual different makeups. Probably, but scotch is short for scotch whiskey. Yeah. I, I mean, I got that. <laughs> what, what, what else is missing here? I don't know. I guess I'm just retarded. Hey, yeah, so okay. part one of Alex's gift that I got him, slightly part one, I picked yeah. it up, was uh, I got him a couple cigars, and we were going to have some scotch uh, on Saturday when we were hanging out, doing something that I'll get to in a second, which is going to be the topic of our episode. Right. Um, but we're going to light these cigars up on air and drink some scotch, like... The real hossy boys we are. Yes. So, so, um, but lots of firsts. Yeah. Rain ASMR, cigars, 10-year scotch. I'm talking about. Oh, I need my match. Alex is a match boy on his cigars. I'm, mm -hmm. a, I'm a lighter boy. So, quick, quick catch up on my end. Actually, you want to cheers to these uh, scotch boys? Cheers. I've been doing, I've had, I think, the coolest sports month of my life. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about it, because it's kind of crazy. So, let's get to this. Let's mm -hmm. get down to business here. Yes. Let's get to business. So, um, I don't, I, I'm sure I've mentioned some of these things since we've had an episode, but I am going to recap my month in sports. I wrote it down here. Uh, I volunteered to go to a Falcons game. I think that this was mentioned. Yes. And this is my first Falcons game in the beautiful Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So I got to do that. I mean, not a lot of people get to go to, you know, football games. So I, I figured myself lucky just from that. But then the next week, the very next week, this is all weeks in a row, and I'm going to tell you what weeks were broken. But I volunteered, and I got free tickets to the Falcon game. Then I volunteered the next week and went to my first Atlanta United game. Right, which we, we talked about we that. We talked about that. And then I went and watched Tiger win the, his, the first tournament that he hasn't won in five years live and it was the tour championship so i mean and it people are going to remember that totally. for ages right 
the very next week, I went to Nashville, went to a Titans-Eagles game, and I met the two announcers, Chris Evans and Moose, who are Fox announcers, because Claire's dad works for Fox. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got he got me got the ins got us free tickets again, so I got to go to an amazing football game there oh. in Nashville, which is an awesome city. <laughs> and then this week, this last weekend, I went to games three and four of the Braves and Dodgers in a row, back to back, back to back, yeah. and that was a playoff series. I'm just I'm, I feel very blessed, and I wanted to brag. You're you're I'm in heaven. Blessed, I'm blessed bragging. You're. What, what's like a humble humble it's a, bragging? It's a little bit of a humble brag. Yeah, like that's huge. Players. Okay, I wanted to tell you this. CJ's dad let me go into the locker room, like the the Braves locker room. Acuna. I, yeah, Acuna was in there. Anderson Ciarte was in there. Uh, Freddie Freeman. I like. I saw a bunch of the guys. Like I was just walking around in the locker room, just one right. with one with the MLB dudes. Yeah, their locker room is. It's, I have a picture of it. I'm going to show it to you later. Yeah. It is gigantic. I'm sure. The, so just the locker room has like. Basically a jumbotron in the middle with like a pool table underneath of it, like five couches, all of the lockers. They've got a full size gym. They've got like multiple jacuzzis. They've got a full size lunch room. They've got a massage therapist. Wow. They've got um. Sounds more like a spa than a dude. Locker it's room. like a spa. Like half, half of that stadium, I felt like was their locker room. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty new, you know. Mm-hmm. So it ought to be nice. Uh. Hold your thought. I'm really enjoying this cigar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Macanudos, by the way, we both got. Yep. And the sip. Hold on. It makes a great deal of difference when you're smoking a cigar and drinking scotch. Yeah. It's so much better than just drinking scotch. Mm-hmm. Mm. So wrapping up. So, and then this last weekend, in addition to going to the Braves game, I bought you the the Khabib Connor fight. Yes. So today's episode, we're gonna be talking about UFC. Yeah, it's the UFC cast this week, which Tommy and I both really enjoy. I am a I'm a casual fan. I watch I watch the big fights and even the semi big fights. But outside of that, you know, I I really don't follow it that closely. Um, Probably Tom, more whenever I was here. When definitely. Was yeah, and and same on your end. Tommy used to be a pretty avid fan. Um, hasn't as much lately, and we'll get into some of that also as to why. But uh, go ahead and lead the charge on the UFC cast. Well, so my first ep- my first um, UFC I ever watched was like UFC 101 or 102. Mind you, they're on UFC 229. Right. So, so you're a UFC hipster. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, I mean, not... If I was before 100, I would say I was a UFC okay. hipster, but I was after 100. So I joined in, like, if there was a percentile of UFC fans, the hipsters being the top 25%, I'm like a 30%. You're not an early adopter. You're the one that comes after that. I can't mm-hmm. remember what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a laggard. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched, like, I watched the, when they had the, the live, look at the, listen to the ducks. I know. I love these sound effects. I hope you guys are enjoying the ASMR. <laughs> for the episode, um, so sounds like shit. I like I watched UFC whenever they were doing the reality TV show. I think they're still doing it. I'm not sure, but um, oh, Long Ashes. I just fucked up. Yeah, that's true. You, you and I both. Mm-hmm. But uh, I watched it when Kimbo Slice was on it. 
who is dead now. Who is dead. And has been dead. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. was actually real. That's how I knew Kimbo Slice was a, actually a good human being. Yeah. From that show, you could tell he was. Right. Like, they, it's reality TV, so you yeah. have, like, the look into their eyes and everything. But anyways, my first UFC card was UFC 102. And I, and I went to, like, Hooters or something with the boys in college. And um, there were four knockouts. Of five fights, there was four knockouts. So, I mean, no wonder it, you got hooked immediately. I was hooked immediately because of the knockouts. But two of those knockouts happened in the first, like, 30 seconds of the fight. So I was like, oh, my this God. This is what it's like all the time. But not okay. quite. So, it, yeah, I know. This is what it's like all the time. Bullshit. Um, but I... Why was I so hooked? And what, what about a knockout makes people excited? What about watching somebody else get knocked out excites people? I, it is the most primal of urges satisfied. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look back at the gladiatorial games in ancient Rome, they loved that because you don't want to get killed, but is there anything... This is really sickening and depraved, but is there anything more exhilarating or thrilling than seeing somebody be savagely killed yeah. in an arena? So it's that, except you're not supposed to try and kill your opponent anymore, yeah. but you're beating them to death, for sure. I, it just it satisfies some really awful primal urge in human beings. But we, we have a proclivity toward violence, let's, let's face it. But here's the difference between me and... I don't know. I think this is the difference between me and some other people. If I see a street fight on the corner and I watch somebody get knocked out, I would, I would shy away from that. I would probably, I would like turn my head and I'd be like, ugh. Yeah. But if I watch it on this USC, is professional. Yeah. That's the difference. Is it, and I is, agree with you. Is it because I know that there like is a referee there that's going to stop anything from happening too I, dangerous? I think it is, and that makes you less of a savage. I mean, I'm, I'm, we'll talk about the actual fight in a little bit, but. After the fight, there was this big brouhaha, and I watched a video on YouTube at T-Mobile Arena where these guys started fighting each other in the arena, like not not in the main event area, like in the the surrounding where the concessions are and shit. And this one guy just drops this guy, knocks him out cold with a single punch. Oh, really? And that's the kind of stuff. Not not the actual like post fight brawl. No, no. this was like just other random. Uh, I'll casual show you fans. afterwards. Yeah, but it was. It's like, dude, you could. You are not a professional. You're just an idiot, both of you. You could kill that person. Like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? And end your life. Yeah, just because you guys are opposing fans of something that you are so distanced from. Conor McGregor and Khabib don't give a shit about you. You know what I mean? It's not like he's your brother. If he's your brother, it's different. <laughs> what Do you know, was it the Conor fan or the uh, Khabib fan that won that in particular fight? Don't quote me, but I swear the guy that got knocked out was walking next to a guy with an Irish flag. So I'm assuming the Connor guy got knocked out. Oh, man. Connor's having a rough go. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's get to the fight real quick. Yeah. Let's talk about the ones leading up to it. Okay. It was a great card. Yeah. So. It started out with um, a female fight. Michelle Lawrence? Which I... I, If there are girls coming to a UFC watch party... I, I know her name. If there's girls coming to a UFC watch party, I always try to get them interested by appealing to like the way that the fighters look. Yeah. Whether that be the girls or guys, I'm like, look, look, this guy's this is an attractive guy. Like I wish Luke Rockhold was fighting. He's yeah, one yeah, of my yeah. favorite fighters and he is and like a sexy beast. He looks like a Greek god. Yeah. Um but there was a female fight, so I was like, 
for the casual fans, check out the female fights. There's girls in there fighting too. It's not just like a man's blood sport. Women, yeah, really it's, a women, it. it's a women's blood sport too. The women enjoy it as well. And the, it was Michelle Waterson, Waterson, duh. the karate hottie, versus um, uh, Felice Herrig. And that little Pitbull, was that her name? Yeah, that some bulldog. Horrible name little, like little, that. Yeah. Little bulldog. Yeah. And uh, who won that fight? That one went to Michelle. Because mm-hmm. you and I put our wagers on her. Yeah, I, yeah. But it, it, it's also great because <clears throat> whenever they're, you know, whenever they're made up and taken their, like, professional portraits and everything, they, they're, they're attractive women. Yeah. And Felice is a little bit too muscle Yeah, well, yeah. She's a beast. But just, I'm talking about strictly just looking at their face. Yeah. And that's how it is many times. But then you see these women in the ring, and they look like men. Yeah. But I mean, men that could beat my ass yeah. ten times over. Yeah. It's really funny to see that transformation. It's really interesting because people with long hair and the girls always have to put cornrows in their hair, right? So they don't get pulled. Which out. makes them look even more insane. <laughs> yeah. The first person I ever saw, like before I watched women fight, uh, the first fighter I ever watched, even before UFC, I just like was randomly at a house party, and somebody had. Uh, the WEC on, which is like the minor league of UFC, okay. used to be. It's not. It doesn't exist anymore. But you, does the name Uriah Faber? <laughs> he was like a, he was a California boy with some like long hair. He used to always put dreads in his hair, mm-hmm. and uh, he. I mean, he's like forty five, like I think mid forties at this point, but or maybe maybe early forties or late thirties. I don't know. But he's an older dude, so he doesn't fight anymore. But he was this just California bro and like had a, kind of a high voice, but he was kicking some ass and yeah. always put his hair in cornrows. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, so who was after that? Was it Vol- was it Volkov and mm-hmm. Derek Lewis? Mm-hmm. Which that was probably my favorite fight and also the most stunning. Yeah. And disappointing. No, no, actually made it. It was but. um it was a good fight. Because I think everybody wanted Alexander to win. Did you pick Derek or Alexander? I picked Alexander, who yeah. is a massive Russian. Six remi- foot seven. Reminds you of Drago from Rocky IV. Yeah. Like, I will break you. Yeah. Speaks Russian. Yeah. And I'm just loving this guy. And it was his fight. Oh, he yeah. destroyed. Yeah, he, but I mean, here's the thing. Heavyweights... Heavyweight men, like the the lower weight classes, heavyweights are 235 pounds and over. They can knock you out with one punch. So it it's not even, over until it's over. It doesn't even have to be a like a stunning overhand right full force. It is like they can knock you out with like like a little hook. Yeah, you know, because yeah. they're big dudes and their hands are about the size of their face. Yeah, and if you get knocked in the jaw, mm-hmm. you're you're going you're out cold. Right. Which or has, you're getting knocked on your ass. As opposed to the smaller fighters who fight with a lot of, like, speed and, you know, volume to their Agility, punches. yeah. Not so much power behind their punches. They're not going to knock you out after four rounds of throwing pun- punches. So this Alexander-Derek fight, Alexander was playing a very, very smart game. The first two rounds, he was hitting Derek with everything he had and then bouncing out, getting away from Derek's power. Yep. You know, getting Derek tired, but... Derek's a heavyweight. It only takes one he's punch. A, he's a tank. Yeah, he's and, a tank. And he's for a big black for, guy. For some thick. Mm. For some more background on Derek Lewis, um, his. Uh, I 
I recently, well, recently, a couple months ago, there was a big fight with him and another guy. I think it was from Brazil or something, but another huge black guy. Mm. Maybe not Brazil. Oh, it was in Ghana. In Ghana. That's in Ghana. That's exactly who it was. Yeah. He's he's. I think he's African. Yeah, and he's even bigger than Derek Lewis and stuff. Like taller and beat and and musclier, not not as thin. Mm. And uh, it was arguably, it was definitely the worst fight I've ever seen. And I even I exposed uh, the neighbors to it that night, and I think they were underwhelmed. And I was like, "You guys, I know it sounds like I'm just saying this. That legitimately was one of the worst fights in the history of the UFC." And then, sure enough, the day after, the commentators were like, "What was arguably the worst fight in UFC <laughs> history?" So, yeah. I saw Derek Lewis in that fight was totally underwhelmed, and he was again not very entertaining. Yeah, but. So, third round comes Alexander. I think I think honestly Alexander was thinking he wanted to make more of a statement and knock him out. So he yep. was trading a little bit more close quarter punches with he got him greedy. and staying in there. And Derek just hit him with an overhand. What right? was it? Ten seconds left? Literally? Yeah, there was only ten seconds left. Ten fight. seconds. This was signed, sealed, and delivered Volkov's fight. There there was no competition in terms of like the decision. And Derek Lewis socked him in the face. Knocked him on his ass. Done. Done fight over. Derek Lewis moves on. Might get another shot at the belt. Who knows? It's yeah. crazy. So that was a really good fight. Alexander fought well, though. Yep. Um, just because I want to get to the final fight a little bit quicker. Then I don't remember what the next fight was, but the fight after that was... Uh, Turd Ferguson and somebody else. Turd Ferguson versus... I like how we're just skipping the third one. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Pettis. That's right. And uh, the, Tony- the one in the middle had a huge black guy in it. Another big black guy. Uh, uh, something SP. OSP? Oh, OSP. Yeah. Psst. Bullshit fight. It, OSP. Uh, it was boring, wasn't it? It was boring one, yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> not sticking out to us. Right, so we can't even remember. <laughs> See, OSP and somebody else. All right, now the fourth fight. Um, OSP. Damn it, I can't remember. Yeah. The fourth fight was Turd Ferguson versus Pet- Anthony Pettis. <laughs> so this is a good fight. I want to just preface this by saying Anthony Pettis uh, knocked out or almost knocked out one of my favorite fighters of all time with arguably the the most um, memorable kick of all time. Pettis is one of your favorites? Pettis. Okay, cool. He uh, was fighting my friend, my, my, friend, my uh, favorite fighter, ben, ben Henderson, for the lightweight belt, and he jumped off of the cage. He used the cage as a platform, bounced off the cage, and kicked Ben Henderson in the face. Pettis did that? Pettis did that to Henderson. Henderson. And the reason why the move worked and it'll never work again is because now that everybody knows that you could possibly do that, Mm. is Ben was like, was guarding, like, was, had his back up against the cage and was kind of guarding. And Pettis ran full, like, straight at him. And Ben, like, obviously was like, oh, I can just move out of the way to the right. But Pettis was thinking, I'm, I know he's going to dodge out of the way. I'm going to run into the fence on purpose and kick off the fence. And he did it with enough agility that Ben moved out of the way, didn't know what the fuck was going on, kind of like dropped his and hands then he eight foot. for a half a second, eight foot across I, the jaw. I need to watch it. You have to it's show me. It's unbelievable. Okay, and that's it, cool. It's called, I forget, it's called the Showtime Kick. I and love that. Because that's a... It's, it's been done one time and probably won't be done again because mm-hmm. if you're in the UFC, you should know about it. Anthony Pettis ended up losing the fight to, to-, to Turd Ferguson, who is going to be the next person to fight Khabib for the belt, probably. He... That was a bloody fight. Yeah. So, I do enjoy... I don't want to see people get killed, and I like professional-level fighting, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but I do like blood. Yeah. And that was a very bloody fight. It was he had bloody. Um, 
Pettis had a massive cut yeah. on his forehead. I mean, there Definitely was blood stitching, everywhere. Yeah, stapling whatever the and, hell they're gonna do. And uh, he he was he was savage. And and real quick, I'm remembering. I think he was a, the guy that fought OSP in the third fight. He was a smaller Hispanic guy because he freaked me out how fast he was. Mm-hmm. I was, I think, 20 seconds into the fight, I was like, "This is over." He's so fast. Oh yeah, we because he won. We were all like, "That yes. guy's really good." He was nuts. <clears throat> Should we look it up? Yes, we're gonna take a break. Ooh. We're back. It was Dominic Reyes. You know, we did a really good job between you and me of putting this together piecemeal, the whole yeah. fight card. Yeah. So yeah, Dominic Reyes, I think he impressed me out of all ten fighters the most because I was like, what is happening? Yeah, with this it guy? was just, that's why like the fight was, was boring because he did so well against OSP yep. that we were like, Holy shit, okay. Yeah. Yep. Um so anyways, the Anthony Pettis fight, Turd Ferguson won. Uh, Anthony Pettis broke his hand and they stopped the fight after two rounds. Anthony couldn't go on. Well, she's not the type to do that, but I think the referees are getting better to the point where they're trying to stop long-lasting damage. Yeah. And as soon as he saw his hand was broken, like, Anthony was kind of holding his hand weird, and he was like, this fight's over. Yeah. They ended it. And uh, Tony Ferguson's going to get the next shot at Khabib or, or uh, Connor. Yeah, and he, he looked great. He's a weird-looking dude. He is really weird. His huge ears are just they very all do. comical looking. They all do because of the cauliflower ear and the shit. Cauliflower yeah, ear but these are ones. naturally huge. Too. And ju- I think I've told you this before, but I now understand why they all have cauliflower ear. Because I did jujitsu for a year mm-hmm. in college, uh, my freshman year of college, and I like just rolling around on the mat and having your ears like, like crushed, cr- crushed up against the mat. Yeah, and uh, just you can feel all the blood um, coming here. Get to the Connor Khabib fight. It was uh, it was as exciting as I wanted it to be, but boring at the same time. I, I'm always That's excited to watch Connor, but it was boring because Khabib did his thing and wrestled him around and just laid on I him. I hate Khabib's hat. He's just... I know, right? <laughs> he's, t- Khabib wears a, a, a fro. Like, it's, it's like a, it's a, like a blonde Russian hat. Mm-hmm. It's retarded. And, uh, he's, and he's a Russian... I think he's Israeli descent and Russian... National Khabib got his start. I don't know if you knew this. I, I think I said this at the fight, but uh, Khabib got his start on YouTube at nine years old because he was uh, filmed wrestling bears. Okay, as a nine-year-old. Okay, that's dumb. That's Russian. Yeah, that's not <laughs> that is Russian. That's what the, that's that is what they do Russian. to toughen up their children. Yes, and if uh, he, if and then to quote Drago, if he dies, he dies. So there was a <laughs> yeah right. There's a ton of bad blood leading up to this fight. Connor always starts bad blood because he just talks so much shit. He's he's the Muhammad Ali of talking shit in our era. Yeah, and then I'll talk about that when you're done. And <laughs> uh, they fought. Khabib did his thing. 26-0, remained undefeated. Now he's 27-0 by beating Connor. Hope there's a rematch. But uh, then there was some, some shit went down after the fight because Khabib gets up after he chokes out Connor. He jumped off. And, out of the uh, ring. Out of the he point, so I guess one of Connor's coaches was like talking shit to him, and Khabib, uh, it was Connor's jujitsu coach, because I think he was saying like Khabib's wrestling shit, like Connor's jujitsu is going to be way better. And Khabib stand up, first person he targeted was that guy, threw his mouthpiece at him, and then they tried to hold him back. Khabib was able to jump over the ring and like went after Connor's coach, and then hysteria ensued assumed ensued and ensued ensued thank you you're welcome so just jump in mm-hmm. 
first of all, that was the first moment that I felt like it was almost rigged mm-hmm. and that the UFC is turning into, into the WWE. It's not rigged. I, I don't care what anybody I says. Hope you're I, right. think it's, I don't think it's rigged. I hope you're right. Mm-hmm. But one piece of evidence that did freak me out, and you're the one that, point, that pointed it out to me. Mm-hmm. You were nervous before the fight even started. Yeah. Because it was the first fight, and even like build up toward it, I didn't see Connor doing all his usual shit talking. Mm-hmm. And that's part In of what. Ring. Yeah, that's part of what. And like, you know, he like laughs in the ring and he like taunts his opponents, which I love. Yeah. From an entertainment standpoint, that's why. He might have been one of my first fight cards, uh, Connor, and that's why the same way you had your experience and fell in love. Yeah. I fell in love with Connor. I'm a huge fan and was since I started watching. Who was it? Who was the fight? Do you remember? Mm. Was it Eddie Alvarez? That's I, def- I definitely no, saw. Or was a it fight Jose with him. Aldo? It was, okay, Aldo. Jose Aldo. Yeah. You knocked him out in 13 seconds. Yes. Okay. That well, I don't know if that was my first experience or even my first experience with Connor. Point is, as soon as I knew who Connor was, I was totally on board with this guy. Yeah. And, um, Hair looks good, by the way. It looks like Connor's. Oh my god! I, I thought that this. <laughs> I put on my bathrobe, and it you know it sort of looked like one of those boxing gowns. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, Tara, I'm Connor McGregor." Did I'm, you do his walk? I should have done that. <laughs> I'll do it tonight. All right. But uh, yeah, I I'm not like a ravenous fan anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm not giving up on him, but I'm not disappointed with him because he lost. I've seen him lose before. He's human. He lost that spark that yeah. that attracted me to him so, like, fervently. Yeah. So, and then it's like, oh, yeah, they are hyping up a rematch, probably. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. I, that's why I am at heart, anytime there's money involved in anything, I am both a cynic and a skeptic. So that's why I'm weirded out by the whole thing. The the most degrading part of that whole, whole post fight brawl it takes out that professionalism that well, we love. Yes, but we've seen I've seen like weird things happen after fights before where people like get a little like crazy and start jawing at each other even after the fight. There's still some bad blood sometimes, which I I think that there's truly some bad blood between the two. Oh, no but doubt. there was like. There was a, a fan in red when, like, everybody else, like, the whole Khabib part yes. was over where Connor was just kind of walking around the cage. He was still a little, like, Connor wasn't instigating. He was being this. tame yeah. for once. He was just kind of walking around. He was like, shit. He's probably just mad that he lost. Some guy in red jumps over the over the, the cage into the cage. What, was this a fan? Or no, what? I think he was another coach. I okay. think he was one of Khabib's coaches. Which is outrageous. And starts punching Connor in the back of the head. Connor didn't even throw a punch back. He just kind of like like covered up until and somebody pulled him off of him. Well, he knows he's liable to kill somebody if, yeah. if he does. He's I mean, his hands are probably registered. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, the whole thing was... In my humble opinion, a bad look for the UFC. Mm-hmm. That that the whole fiasco. Yeah. But overall, the card was really good. The fights, overall, were very good and entertaining. Did you know that the NSAC, the NSAC, which is Nevada State Athletic Nutsack. Commission, Nevada State here, yeah. Nutsack, yeah, uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission is withholding Khabib's entire purse, two million dollars, for for the brawl. Good. And and good. They're they're thinking about not giving him any of it. Good. I, I first of all, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's like any other sport that I that I can't take seriously because the rules and, and the commissioners are so hypocritical. 
players get away with whatever they want yeah. because they're not penalized enough for bad or unsportsmanlike conduct. It's like, or even stupid things about, you know, I can remember plenty of NFL players have gotten fined because they have hair that covers their the letters on their jersey. They get fined some pittance. Mm -hmm. Find them an, an exorbitant fee if you actually care about the rule and the integrity of that rule. Yep. Otherwise, what's the, what's the point? So you, you make a statement by saying if you and your your idiotic camp is if you're going to act like animals, we're going to treat you like animals. We're not going to pay you. I you think, are supposed to be a professional. I think of all of the the uh, leagues, the UFC actually does the best job with steroids, though. Good. Because well, they continue. they they uh, uh, suspend them for a year on their first offense, their second offense four years, and their third offense life. See, I I think that they should do it life. Off the first. Game. I agree, but you're right, they're doing the best job. But yeah. you're, to my point, that's one of my biggest problems with the MLB. NFL. Oh, I think well, it was NFL. Any of them. What, the um, MLB is 90, 90 games, I think, or 80 games. It, and, and the NFL is only four. Four weeks. That's retarded. At that point, why wouldn't you cheat? Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not, I don't mean that, but you know what I'm saying. Like, there's no, there is no, uh, there's no, what's the word I'm looking deterrent mm -hmm. for these guys. So, and I, because I have like baseball romanticized in my head and built up, and I, I view a lot of these guys as like heroes and role models for kids, especially baseball. Don't ask me why. Maybe it's because it's America's pastime. D. Gordon was the perfect example. Mm -hmm. I had him a couple, several years ago on my fantasy team, and he was a god to me. And then I found out it was all bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? If you get caught using PEDs of any kind, any banned substances, you're out of the league for life. Yeah. And that, I just feel like we won't see that, and I hate it. That's the way it should be. You're a uh, definitely. Um, what, what kind of stance would that be? I, there's a where's a word for that sort of stance. Um, tyrannistic. <laughs> Tyrannical. <laughs> yeah. When it I know, I'm just like I'm a rule follower. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, me too. take it seriously or don't. I'm very anti-cheating. Yeah. That's that's all there is to it because it's just in sports and life. Absolutely, You'll I You'll never cheat on Tara. No, it, it's just like... We had to say Tara's name, that's all. I think I mentioned it one other time. Oh, okay. <laughs> when you look at statistics on a season, and they, you know some player baseball does amazing, and then you find out they were using PEDs, those numbers might as well be zeros across the board for me. Yep. That's that's just the way I feel. So about you don't it. think Barry Bonds should be the home run leader? No, yeah. no. I think it should be completely stripped from him. Yeah, he shouldn't even be in the conversation because you. What about all the times he didn't get caught? Yeah, the whole thing is meaningless. Yeah, man. I know. Well, they're they're still trying to figure out what to do on their own terms. Like Barry Bonds still isn't even in the Hall of Fame, and uh, Mark McGuire is not in the Hall of Fame, and Sammy Sosa is not in the Hall of Fame. Good, they shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was it. Oh, I wanted to say this. I, I read about Khabib's dad. Khabib said, as much as bad as the two million dollar fine is, it's gonna be worse what I do to him when he gets home. That's amazing. His dad. So. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> he, and Khabib he was said, that's just how that's just how my whole life has been. You know, like I expect him to do that until like he's gonna beat beat the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, he was probably. Eating a live bear yeah. when he said that, yeah. most likely, just biting into the stomach. Yeah, exactly. That's how he was killing it. Oh man, yeah. But UFC is good. Um, I think it is dying. 
I think that it's the, losing steam. And you know what the problem is? I think it, you know the two the two problems with the UFC were well, there's three problems. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, that was bad. She was so good, and then so bad. Right out of overnight. Connor I, is not going to be a, a Ronda Rousey. Like he's already lost. He lost against Nate Diaz. Came back, beat Nate Diaz. Right. I think that he can come back and beat Connor. I, I could be. I think that he truly is as good as people hype him up to be. I hope so. I, I sure hope so. A, I think he's a very, very good fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Then, I haven't seen anything to the contrary. And the third fighter, the third biggest draw in UFC history, John Jones. Yep. And yep. He, I know that name. And he got drugs. Yeah, drugs. Yep. Cocaine, marijuana. And now peds, and his ped case was that uh, he was using an erectile dysfunction drug that was uh, generic, oh. and it had and it had performance enhancers in it. The problem, I, I think, so not only is it was it illegal, but it's embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> on exactly, top of that, exactly. That's funny. That's what he's serving the suspension for that right now, and or it might be yeah, it's for that right now, and I think he might come back at the end of the year. Hopefully, because he's a great fighter to watch too. Those were they were just like three people that were gods in the UFC and then broken down mm-hmm. so quickly. And I think that that's what's killing the sport yeah, so that, fast. That def- that's, superstars that's, die out way too fast. That's that's a yeah. They have a short lifespan. You don't dominate. You're not like on top of the game for five years or whatever. Completely opposite with golf. Tiger Woods was dominant for so long and then wasn't dominant, and people loved him for so long that they still want him to be dominant. Yeah, but when you're so invested in somebody for such a short amount of time, and then they fall it's off, easy to forget about them. Easy to forget yep. about them. Then you have like that's heroes. what you were saying. Then you have awesome stand-up guys, as far as we know, like GSP. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, that's I, true. I, and he's retired. Yeah, <laughs> I saw, and see now he will have a nice, untainted, yeah. honorable, impressive legacy. Yep. And that's an athlete. Yep. That's a professional athlete. And that's how you should be as an athlete. I imagine that would be the same way if I was an athlete. You totally would. <laughs> Dude, you would make the consummate professional athlete. Yeah. Not even kidding. I would so, consummate. You would consummate with the sport. <laughs> uh, so my, my parting thoughts are, if you have never watched the UFC... Go to a bar and watch one. Yeah, go and watch the entire card. You will really appreciate it. You know what? Just for just for people to go, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the next big card that I think people should, or even semi big, go, ch- go check out. Because the last one that I watched was the one with uh, the big fight was Cormier and who who did Cormier fight? John Jones. John. Was it, oh, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, maybe. I can't remember. It was the one that I bet on in DC one. Oh no, that was um. Stipe Miocic. Yes, Miocic. That's right. Which that, he's a huge European he's white a dude. He's a stand-up star. Yep, he's awesome. He's a, also, not only I is he the UFC heavyweight champion of the world, he's a fucking firefighter by day. Exactly. Cool he's, he's a good human on top of everything yeah. else. Yeah. So, um, the next event that I think people should be have on their radar is probably... Well... Let me see here. Um, Jones versus Gustafson. John Jones versus Alexander Gustafson is going to be December 29th, two days before cool. the holidays. Cool. So everybody will ha- everybody should have time. Yeah, you're not you're not working. You shouldn't be. Hopefully, Ca- catch a moment to be able to go to a bar or order. It's sixty dollars. You can order it at home for your throw family. a party. 
throw a party, have everybody throw $5 yeah. if, you're, if you're cheap. And then put 5 on the fights. Or, yeah, or, or buy it and tell everybody to bring finger food. For yeah, or, or they bring all the beer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's so cheap. And you'll hear a lot of... Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave with this parting thought. As Claire said on the way out, I said, what did you think of your first like UFC card? She said, there was a lot of barking. Barking, yeah, not enough like, bite. She said that you guys are all sitting around screaming at the TV, and she was like, "They can't hear you." Yeah. What, what are you yeah. doing? And, how, how great was it? Um, did you see Alex in Tara at that one fight? No, no, you commented on it. Tara was screaming, "Kill him!" Oh yeah, kill him! One of the fights, and <laughs> yeah. Tommy and I, I made eye contact because there was there was one time. I don't know, maybe a year ago, or even more, a year and a half, something like, at least a year and a half, maybe two years, yeah. where I was, I did not have my shining moment, and I was hammered during a big fight with uh, that idiot, what's his Brock name? Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Who is a retard, <laughs> and also a drug user. Uh, PEDs. But it, I was so into it, and he's just such a vicious looking human being. I was just really caught up in the moment, yeah. and... Uh, Tara was doing that, which made me laugh. Well, it's a little telling to, like, what your true character is. Like, do you are you out for blood, or are you kind of going to shy away from it? It's yeah. if, if anything, that's what it's good for, is to see if you could stand that kind of brutality. Totally. Yeah, because you, uh, you might check out a fight for your first time and realize it's not for you. Exactly. But you, you'll never know until you do. So, Tommy, thanks for getting me into UFC, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that we got to the point. I've seen enough fights. Cheers. Uh, to, uh... Appreciate it. To... Like love him or hate him, uh-huh. uh, to Khabib, yeah, unwinning, and yeah, I'm glad that I have seen enough that I could have a UFC cast with me. Yeah, it was awesome. That was great. I yeah. appreciate your comments, man. Thanks, Brett. See. You. I forgot one thing. Oh, you're gonna go home to Claire and smell like a man. You're yeah. gonna smell like scotch and cigars. Scotch and cigars. There's nothing better. <laughs> oh boy.